Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey there, welcome to Uncomplicate Your Business, a weekly podcast where I share how you can keep things simple and strategic to design a successful business and life on your terms. Today, all those fixer-upper binge-watching sessions are paying off as I share some of my favorite lessons from Miss Joanna Gaines that you can apply into your business. Check it out. Hey there, Rachel Cook here, business growth strategist and your host for the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast. So recently I was jumping on a Facebook Live inside of my Sweet Spot Strategy Facebook group. Each and every week I jump on for an hour to give some mini trainings, to answer questions, and to basically coach people who are inside of my program as they go through the program and just support them in their business in general. And one of the things that I have seen over the years, because this is a program I've taught for over five years now, actually over six years now, is that often my students want to skip ahead. They want to skip ahead to what seems to be the more fun and interesting stuff. They want to skip ahead to the marketing strategy and they want to skip ahead to other things that they think sound more important in their business. And I started thinking about how could I explain why the foundational pieces are so important. And I was on the treadmill at the gym watching Fixer Upper, which is one of my absolute favorite shows. Now, I don't even have a TV, but I have watched every single episode of Fixer Upper. And I've just always loved those types of design shows all the way back when, you know, the first ones came out, Trading Spaces. I remember sitting there and watching those over and over and over again, still have a love for design and seeing the big reveal. It's an awesome process when you really start to see what's going on there. And if you ever have gotten caught up in Fixer Upper, you know that Miss Joanna Gaines has a very clear process that she follows. Now, we all know that if Joanna is going to be making over your house, if she's going to help you take a fixer-upper and turn it into your dream home, there's some things that are probably going to happen. You know, you're probably going to get that farmhouse style. You're probably going to get some shiplap up on the walls. Those are her signature moves. And you also know that she's going to help you find that open concept, even in older homes that weren't originally designed that way. Well, what's interesting and how I'm comparing this to the journey of business 
is a lot of people in the first part of Fixer Upper, the first part of the show, when they're taking them into these old homes and they're run down and they look terrible. Joanna starts describing what she's going to do to the house to make it exactly what they want, make it their dream house. And it's all things about the end result, right? She's saying, oh, well, we're going to blow out these walls. We're going to put in new, beautiful subway tile. We're going to give you that farmhouse sink. We're going to refinish all the hardwood floors. Now, relating that to your business, that's jumping ahead to thinking about, oh, I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to have a weekly newsletter and I'm going to do a five-day challenge to get people into a program. It's the end pieces that are the most visible parts of your business, right? It's what you get most excited about because it's the most exciting to be doing. But when you watch the whole show, when you go through the whole process with Joanna and Chip and them renovating a whole home, you'll start to notice that there's things they have to do first before they get to the shiplap and the farmhouse sink and the subway tiles. There are certain things that have to happen first to make sure that the house has a strong foundation and a strong structure. Now, whenever Joanna goes in there and they start looking at a house, you'll notice that they crawl all over the place. They get under the house. They're looking at all the walls. They're making sure it's a structurally sound house. And sometimes they find out that there's foundation issues and they've got to crawl under there and make sure that the house isn't going to start sinking into the ground. Because if you have a house that sinks into the ground, it doesn't matter how awesome the subway tile and the farmhouse sink looks because your house is literally sinking into the ground. You know, it's not sound. It's not there meant, you know, going to hold you up. Well, in your business, that foundation is just as important. Because if you don't have the foundational pieces in place, then your business will not get the results you want. You can do all, you know, the finishing touches. You can do challenges or a podcast or newsletters or any of those things. And you won't see the results you're looking for because it isn't based in a solid foundation. So what does that mean in business? For us entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs in your business, your foundation is two key elements. It's what you do best and how you can best serve people and what people actually want from you. If you're only focused on what you do best, there's no guarantee that there's people out there who want that. For example, my husband loves playing the game Magic the Gathering. It's been one of his favorite games forever. He's probably going to kill me for telling you this, but he loves playing this game Magic the Gathering. He's gotten pretty good at it. He's done some local tournaments and he loves going out to their um, Friday night magic games with some of his friends. And he has friends who, you know, they come over here and hang out and drink beers and play Magic the Gathering. It's kind of a, you know, nerdy guy game, but he's totally into it and he's very good at it. But are there people out there who would happily pay him to play Magic the Gathering or teach Magic the Gathering? That's not very clear. (laughs) Probably not. So you have to make sure that your passion, you know, what you love doing and what you're great at doing is actually aligned with what people actually want. Because we can't always monetize every single thing that we're good at. Or maybe we shouldn't monetize every single thing that we're good at. So once you start thinking about what you're good at and what people actually want, you have those two pieces of a strong foundation because it makes sure that whatever you're going to create actually is viable. 
And without it being viable, there's no way it's going to become a predictably profitable business. So how do you know if you have that strong foundation in your business? Well, just like Chip Gaines gets underneath the house, he crawls underneath and all the dirt and the dust and the spider webs with his flashlight to check out the foundation and make sure that everything is solid. You need to do that validation step in your business and not just once. This is something that you want to do anytime you're about to launch a new product or a new program or a new service, because you need to validate that there is indeed a match, the right offering, solving the right problem for the right people. If you're not sure if you have the right offering to solve the right problem for the right people, then that foundation is very shaky. So how can you do that validation step? Well, there's a few ways you can do it, but one of my favorite is absolutely the 100 conversations challenge. If you listen to episode 36 of the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast, I had a great conversation with one of my students, Tammy Hackbarth, who actually went out and interviewed 100 women about her specific topic of self-care. And what she learned completely transformed how she approached her business. And now she's got that rock solid foundation. She's got a solid message that helps people to really understand how she can serve them, and that this is for them, that this program, this offering, this service was designed with them in mind, with those specific dream clients in mind. So that would be my go-to way to validate, is to actually have conversations. Could you do other things to validate? Could you simply do research by, you know, looking online? Sure. Could you go out there and run a survey? Yeah. But I have to say, nothing beats conversations. You will get so much more out of a heart-to-heart conversation with somebody because there's only so much that they will write in an email back to you or that they will write in a survey. But once you get on the phone and you have those real conversations, you can dig beyond the surface of whatever they say they're struggling with. Because that's where a lot of foundations start to get shaky is when they're built on very superficial messages that don't actually get to the heart of what people are struggling with. So that strong foundation is just an essential, essential building piece for making sure that your business is going to be able to get where you want it to go. What's the next part of the puzzle is the structure. So after Chip and Joanna, make sure that that foundation is strong, that the house isn't going to start sinking or, you know, the walls aren't going to start cracking or anything crazy like that. Then usually what happens next? Well, usually Joanna wants to take out a few walls. People love the open concept look, but in older homes, you know, they weren't built like that. They had smaller rooms that were separated by lots and lots of walls. So one of Joanna's favorite things to do is to start saying, well, we're going to take out that wall. We're going to open that up and make it a big cased opening. You can tell I listen and watch the show all the time, right? Well, you also notice if you watch the show that often she'll get in there and start opening up these walls and then realize, oh, we can't open the wall that way. This is a load bearing wall. We need to maintain the integrity of the structure if we're going to actually make sure that the walls don't fall down, that the second floor doesn't come crashing down. 
So you can't just start swinging open walls without paying attention to the structure to make sure that it does what it's supposed to do. Now, what does that look like in your business? Well, in your business, the structure is actually your business model and how you design your offerings, how you design the products, programs, and services that you want to offer the world. Because if you don't have the right structure in place, you can actually set your business up to never get where you want it to go. The structure of a six-figure business looks very different from a seven-figure or an eight-figure business. And when you're beginning, especially most of my students start as service providers, the business of a service provider is going to look very different from somebody who is maybe offering training or group courses or group trainings. So I was recently scrolling through Instagram. And of course, I'm scrolling through right now to remember where did I save that screenshot? Because I'm always finding things and screenshotting them to share with my students. And one of the things that I saw that really blew me away, it said the math of a million dollar business. If you want to make a million dollars, you have a lot of choices. A $50 product times 20,000 sales. A $100 product times 10,000 sales. $200 product times 5,000 sales. $500 product times 2,000 sales. Or $1,000 product times 1,000 sales. Now that's for a million dollar business. And you can see that when you're getting into a higher level business here, an eight figure business or seven figure business, you have to sell thousands, not just a few, thousands upon thousands, which means you need to reach tens or even hundreds of thousands, which means your marketing has to be this well-oiled machine that is just attracting, engaging, nurturing so many people. It's all about that volume. Well, even if you're focused right now at the more beginning stages of your business, you're trying to get to $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year, you have to make sure that your business actually has the structure in place to support what you're trying to create. So if you're trying to just simply, let's say, replace your professional income, and let's say you're trying to replace a salary that was around $50,000 a year, you have to ask yourself, how many people do I actually need to work with this year in order to replace that? Now, if you're a service provider, then you actually have a huge advantage here because services are higher end offerings. I hope that after especially listening to so many of my episodes on Uncomplicate Your Business, you know that if you're a service provider, you don't want to be focused on selling just $50 an hour of private sessions whatever you're doing, whether it's Pilates or health coaching or what have you. Because in order to make the revenue you would need to make, the numbers don't work. You're just going to be selling all the time. You're going to be spending all of your time trying to book that next session. And that's setting you up for the feast or famine cycle, not a predictably profitable business. But if you have a stronger structure in place, a structure that can support you and support your business, then you're focused on higher end offers that are not just one-time sessions, but a complete 
process you're offering somebody to help them get from A to Z that truly solves their problem. And I honestly think the sweet spot for a lot of service providers is to start looking at things that are $1,000 to $2,000. Even if you're just getting started, you can definitely find a offering. You can design an offering that is totally worth $1,000 to $2,000. And suddenly you go from having to sell yourself appointment after appointment after appointment to if you only need to make $50,000 a year to replace your former salary. Now, if you had a $1,000 offering, a $1,000 program um, that you're working people through, even one-on-one, then suddenly you only need to make 50 sales that year. That's like one a week. That's so much easier and more sustainable than something where you need to have thousands of sales a month. So make sure that the structure of your business is actually designed to get you where you want to go. Take a few minutes, crunch the numbers, make sure that your offering is going to help you achieve your business goals in a sustainable way. So if your offering, your service requires you to sell hundreds or thousands of people into it, especially when you are newer in your business and you don't have a big audience, then you're going to realize very quickly that your business is not designed to help you achieve your goals. This is one reason why I always, always, always encourage people to begin with a higher end service that they turn into a complete program, something that solves a problem from A to Z that allows them to truly serve their clients, their students, and help them see a real result. Because that is a stronger structure designed to help your business achieve that first 50,000 or 100,000 or even more in revenue in order to make sure that it's going to achieve your personal take-home goals. So I share all of this because When we watch shows like Fixer Upper, what we get excited about is the final end result. We get excited about, you know, the dark, closed off rooms suddenly becoming these big, open, light, airy rooms. We love seeing the final result. We get excited about, ooh, look, she did the shiplap over there and look at this really cool light fixture and look at this art and It's just this beautiful transformation that we get enamored with and it gets us fired up and excited. But if they didn't take the time to make sure that there was a strong foundation in that house, that the structure was going to be able to, you know, keep the second floor from caving in, then none of those final finishing touches really matter. And that is so essential to be thinking about in your business. Because where I see people getting stuck is their business just isn't working for them. Their marketing isn't working for them. They continue to try new tips and tricks and tactics. They jump around from, well, I'm going to run a challenge or I'm going to do a webinar. I'm going to try Facebook Lives. I'm going to try this and that and this and that. And nothing really works. Nothing really gets the results that they're hoping for. And it's because they don't have that solid foundation. They don't have that solid structure. But when you start with that and you don't go straight to, you know, the sexy stuff, the marketing fun times, the 
creating a challenge or running a Facebook group. All of that is fun, but truly it is interchangeable to get you the result that you want. If you look at Fixer Upper, they have never really done any two houses exactly the same. One house might have concrete countertops and more of like a modern industrial feel. One house might have beautiful marble countertops and more of a traditional feel. Some other houses might have a big butcher block countertop and more of a farmhouse feel. So they've changed some things around. They use different materials, used a different process, but the end result is still there. You know, a beautiful kitchen. That's what a lot of the marketing and sales strategy is. You can interchange the way that you use it. You can interchange a webinar for a challenge for a video series or sales calls or a in-person workshop. All of those can still get you to the same result of people enrolling into your products, programs, or services. But if you don't have the solid foundation in place and the structure in place, then you'll find yourself trying new different tips, tricks, and tactics, new ways to try to market or your business or sell people your offerings, and you won't see the results that you're hoping for. You won't get to the end goals. So I share all of this because these two foundational pieces really can transform your business. Once you have these in place, amazing things start to happen. Namely, your marketing becomes more effective. You start to get more sales. And instead of feeling like you're constantly throwing spaghetti at the wall, you understand the process and you can now focus on rinse and repeat, which ends up making things better each and every time you run it. Instead of recreating the wheel all over again because you've got a crumbling foundation instead of trying to you know throw a band-aid on it and just keep moving forward even though no one really understands what you do or if you can truly help them they don't get your business if that's what you're running into it's time to start looking at the foundation and it's time to start looking at the structure more marketing is not always the answer if your business has been stuck for a while if you're not seeing the sales that you had hoped for, if you're struggling to enroll anyone into your products, programs, or services, or the numbers when you start to run them, you realize this just isn't going to work, then your business is actually not designed for success. More marketing won't solve that. Having a strong foundation and a strong structure will start to solve that problem. So I hope This episode encourages you if that's where you have been struggling, you feel like you're on the hamster wheel of trying to figure out marketing and trying to figure out sales, but nobody has been taking action and taking you up on your offers. I want to invite you to listen to this all new masterclass I just released in the last couple of weeks called Break Free from the Feast or Famine Cycle, Three Essential Strategies to Design a Predictably Profitable Business. In this masterclass, I'm going to walk you through the process I teach my students to really make sure that that solid foundation is in place, that you have the correct structure that ensures that you will achieve your business goals with your offerings, and that makes sure that your marketing and sales strategies are working together to get the maximum results without spending all of your time trying to become a marketing guru. 
I know that you want to spend more of your time doing what you love with people that you like working with, not behind a computer screen marketing. And when you have these pieces of the puzzle in place, your business really starts to work for you. I'd love to see you there. The link will be in the show notes at rachelcook.com slash episode 49. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon. If you're loving the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs like yourself who are ready to work less and live more. You can learn more about how you can uncomplicate your business, including show notes and bonus resources just for podcast listeners, plus courses and consulting where I help women business owners create success on their terms at rachelcook.com. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon.